Welcome to Worthy of Note, the podcast where one overthinking girly shares her various musings about the world with the world. I'm your host, Lauren Carlton. Hello, 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 everyone. How's it going? Welcome to Worthy of Note. Um, this is the second episode of this podcast. Super excited. I feel like I broke the seal because I don't know y'all. Uh, you, I don't know if you could tell, but I was nervous as hell. <laughs> I like, I re-recorded like the first episode is like 24. It ended up being like 24 minutes long edited, but I literally like had like over an hour of footage because I was like stumbling so much and just and naturally I noticed this as I was listening back to it because this is one thing you'll notice as any sort of creator of content when you have to listen back to yourself you notice all the little things and I do say you know a lot and um like a lot which like I feel like is a bit more common and I don't I personally don't think it's okay to like police people's language or how they use, uh, how they speak or how they interpret the English language because the English language doesn't even make any fucking sense. Um, that's a whole other, uh, that's a whole other topic for another, another episode. Okay. But <laughs> I definitely am one of those people who use filler words when I'm super nervous or if I'm like not quite sure what to say, which is normal, but it's definitely something that I noticed as I was listening back and I was like, girl. Anyway, so um, welcome to the second episode. Glad you made it this far. Um, and I am hoping that you continue to stay. Um, I have posted just some housekeeping things. I have posted, um, the Instagram, um, and, uh, the, so the Instagram account for this, uh, podcast is live. Please go ahead and follow if you haven't already. Um, that's where I'll be posting like updates, uh, teaser trailers eventually when we get to that point and, um, anything, all things worthy of note is going to be up there. And if, you know, if you wanted to go ahead and, uh, follow my, my personal, my personal Instagram at Lauren J. Carlton, um, shameless plug. You can as well. It's in the bio of this podcast Instagram. So you ain't got no excuse. Today is, um, this is like midweek when I'm filming this. It's January 3rd. I don't know what it is, but I personally don't feel like this is the new year. I feel like this is a random Tuesday in late November. Um, maybe December, but definitely not a new year. I don't know what it is. I think it's just because like for the past two new years, I have not stayed up late to watch the ball drop or like ring in the new year at all. Um, this year I didn't go out cause I was feeling really nauseous and like just like not feeling like getting up and going any place. So I just stayed in with Benji and like had a little champagne, which now that I think of it probably was not the best idea if I was nauseous, but, um, it's in the past. It was last year. Um, and then the year before last, I did not, um, do anything for new year's because I was, I had just moved to Virginia and I literally, this is, oh my God. Wow. Holy crap. I just realized that today, January 3rd, is the one year anniversary of 
the very the start of my last job that I had um this fun little tidbit and you know this for those of you who haven't followed my YouTube channel um or just follow me closely within the last year I have moved across the country halfway across the country twice I went to Virginia to pursue a um, job in broadcast news after graduating in last December or December 2022 um and this is my start day, January 3rd. I was so bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Little did I know. Um, <laughs> if any of you guys want to know, um, which I probably will eventually get into this down the line, I think it's a conversation that I tend to have with a lot of people, especially um, working at the University like of Missouri. This, this is the J-School capital of the world, so... Uh, definitely know a lot of people who worked in the J school and have thoughts um, on the news industry and not necessarily negative thoughts, just thoughts. Um, it's definitely a, a big subject to tackle and I have a lot to say about it. I have a lot of passion still for, you know, news, but I think long story short, the job that I had and that I started a year ago today just was not it for me. Um, but I just realized that I was looking at my, I'm, uh, looking at my computer right now and the date is on there and it said January 3rd and I just, wow. Um, but anyway, as I was saying last year, I did not, um, I did not do anything for new year's day because I was preparing for this job. I was in a new place. I, you know, didn't know anybody. So I was just like, what am I going to do? Like, I'm just going to chill. Um, and so I chilled in my empty apartment. I just don't feel like this is new. This is a new year. Nothing feels new about this. <laughs> I don't know. And maybe that's just me getting older and sadly like losing the magic of the holidays and stuff. And I'm sure a lot of that, it, no, I, I know for sure a lot of that has to do with just like the dynamics of my like family situation and just over the years, not really feeling super festive around the holidays, but yeah, it's, it's giving November 17th. <laughs> it's not giving the beginning of the year. That being said, I have been thinking a lot about, you know, what I'm wanting to accomplish this year and not in a new year's resolution way. I really think that new year's resolutions tend to set people up for failure because a resolution is you resolving to do something and Making a resolve um, takes a lot of thought and a lot of intention. And I think people kind of get super lofty with what they want to do and they list 20, 20 or 30 different goals um, and resolutions. And that's why they don't get done because I think more than three really goals or three to five goals or resolutions. Um, I think I think more than that is like just not the best thing because you can't focus on all of that. Like a resolution, you're resolving to do something. You're resolving to do that. You are like hardcore going to focus on that and you can't spread your focus like 30 different ways in an effective way, I think. I actually did set my um, 
set my words, like set my attention this year with, with three words. Um, I follow Morgan Harper Nichols. She's a really, really, really awesome author and poet, um, and a ton of other titles. She's awesome, super inspirational, but, um, she does this post every year where she will have one of those like flashing, uh, like images like on Instagram like flashing reels and of a bunch of different words and like little pieces that she's written about each word um and I did mine I just randomly selected mine and I think they are incredibly accurate and on the nose for me um so I'm gonna read them to you they're just three quick um ones but the first one I got was flourishing which thank the law because <laughs> I'm withered away. I need I need to have some flourish. I need to have some growth. Okay. Um, these past couple of years have been crazy. So flourishing is exciting. So flourishing. And then the little piece she wrote was, for all that you are leaving behind, may there be room for you to thrive and grow into in new in beautiful new ways too. Sorry, I just pushed through that. But that's beautiful. Isn't that gorgeous? <laughs> I almost cried. Second word is readiness. As you learn to fly, may you also learn to rest, for both will prepare you for the journey ahead. Love that. I feel like personally, I am super ready to embrace um, a new season of life, of stability, of, um, you know, safety, of new relationships, of meeting new people and establishing roots. And that's something that I feel like this word definitely aligns with. And then lastly, y'all ready for this? Wildflower. My last word was wildflower. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) It says, even if you can't remember all the details of your life from these past few years, you have been growing and changing through it all. And as each new day comes, there will be room for you to continue to bloom, even if you don't notice it right away. Embrace your wildflower-like growth quiet yet vibrantly springing up even in unexpected places (laughs) okay on a random day scrolling through instagram i found that post and the fact that i selected or or right when i clicked those two buttons to take a screenshot i got all three of those words i feel like that is definitely not a coincidence especially considering the past month or two that I have been thinking about or really just the past month that I've really been wanting to dive deeper into getting to know myself and growing and loving myself and spending the energy that I was spending on other things on myself and on my friendships um I I think that that is amazing and I just I love it I'm gonna keep those three words very close to my heart this year and I'm hoping that um I can kind of live those out speaking of friendships um I was thinking about like I said I'm really wanting to um give more to my friends and to developing those platonic like platonic love is a idea that I think is so beautiful and really overlooked. I think we really center romantic love like very heavily and this is coming from someone who's been single their entire life like you may be like oh well you're just bitter because you you've never had that you know sort of deep romantic love but it's not even that it's just that like I feel like 
at the core of society, there is so much of an emphasis on having someone love you in a romantic way. And therefore, that results in all other sorts of love in your life seeming less than or seeming far less fulfilling than the romantic love that you either have or don't have. And I've really been thinking a lot about this because I'm a certified lover girl like through and through. So I am extremely invested in the people that I have in my life and I allow into my life. And that goes with romantic relationships, that goes with uh, platonic relationships, everything in between. And so like for me, I I think being loved by someone, yes, I would love to be loved by someone romantically, um, especially someone that I also love. <laughs> um, but I think I really underestimated the platonic friendships that have helped me through when romantic love was all that I was longing for. I really was overlooking those friendships that held me down and you know, really poured into me when I needed them most. I just had terrible, terrible shitty experiences with with dating apps and, and dating in general. I've been on the app since 2020, um, late 2020, so about three years now. And oh, <laughs> yeah, the dating pool, the dating pool got pee and formaldehyde and acid Uh and gasoline in it and somebody just threw a match up in there because of the matches that I was getting on those dating apps foul disgusting (laughs) I just I'm sorry I just realized after having one of those many experiences um this past month I was just like you know what I'm done like I need to I'm constantly giving myself um in so many ways to these people who do not care about me and search for romantic love. And I know that romantic lo- the, the type of love that I am giving and willing to give and have in my heart does exist for me because I exist. And I love that quote because that's from one of my other fa- uh, people that I follow on Instagram. She also has a podcast. Her name is Maddie Drogsbeck. Um, and she's awesome. She's amazing. Um, but... Yeah, she's also very similar. I really resonate with her where she was like, you know, I I know that the love that I'm looking for exists because I exist. So there's no way that out of the billions of people on this earth, there's nobody, if not several people available um, and alive that want the same love that I want. And so... I realized that I was giving all this love away and this energy away to these people who did not deserve it ever. (laughs) And um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to refocus. I'm going to get off the dating app. So I've deleted them all and they're staying deleted. Um, I am going on a year of no dating. Also inspired by Maddie Drosbeck. Um, She went on a year of being emotionally unavailable. And just I was very inspired by her and just so many people who have said that like just refocusing on themselves and 
giving themselves the love and the care that they were giving to these other people just so inspired by what they said their experience was and so that's what I'm wanting to do I'm wanting to get into you know more in touch with myself and you know loving on myself I came to the conclusion that I want to really spend this year developing platonic love and platonic friendships and seeking out people who are like-minded and who care the way that I care. Just being mindful of the people who I'm giving my care and attention and love to um, and making sure that they're not using it because that's just not, we're not doing that in 2024. We're not doing it. Um, we ain't doing this shit we we know no yeah I'm super excited to do that and it made me think about the idea of so kind of going along with the last like dating ship situation ship I guess that I had just to quickly brush on it I really recently had really bad experience with this guy um we dated for like four weeks and he love bombed me and said all these nice things and then said he can't fall in love with me and all these other things. And I'm like, okay, four weeks doing that in four weeks is kind of crazy, but whatever. Um, and we were going to be friends and then we ended up not being friends. Um, there was a lot of lack of communication and a lot of hurt towards me. Um, like, that I felt because of the situation a big part of me feels like the only way that I can like truly just move on and like not be so hurt anymore because of this person is to just think that they suck as a person that they're just a trash person but because like it it feels better to think about it and be like hey I was wronged by this person because they they've they fucking suck like they are they are dung like literal feces literal it's easy for me to just think like they just suck as a person so that's why they were so mean to me and treated me so badly so it's now I can feel better about it you know but I have been thinking a lot about it and I don't know if that's an okay judgment to make because I think at the end of the day you can be a terrible friend but still be a good person and I've been grappling with this idea for like days now and I think the more I've been thinking about it I think it's true and obviously not all cases you know there are some shitty people who are also coincidentally shitty friends um which and it makes sense obviously but I think for me like if that was the case, if I believed that all people that are awful friends are also awful people, then that would be calling myself an awful person because I've not, I've been a bad friend before. There have been times where I haven't reached out to my friends or I've gone, literally one of my friends who um, lives out of the country, like I had a heart to heart with her. I would go months without talking, um, or without texting her and it wasn't that like I didn't love her or at all or anything like that I just literally it was almost like an out of sight out of mind thing and we obviously sorted it all out and I'm like being very very intentional about reaching out to her and checking how she's doing because I do genuinely care about her but also because I want to make sure that I'm being a good friend um and like 
that is something that I realize like I wasn't a good friend to someone like I have not been a good friend to this person you know and when I think about that I'm like well I I don't know if me not being a friend makes me also not a good person it just shows a flaw that I have or have had in an area but it doesn't mean that me as a full person is not a good person does that make sense like I don't know I and I've been thinking about it and I I'm I feel like with this particular situation with this guy, like he, it really does help (laughs) for me to think that he's just an awful person. But I think he, he is acting, he was acting like an awful person and his true colors were shown, but I, I'm sure his parents don't think he's an awful person. His you know, sibling doesn't think he's an awful person. The people he works with doesn't don't think that he's an awful person. So I know that it would be way too much of a blanket statement. And I don't know if I could say it with confidence that I also believe that awful friends are awful people. So um, don't get me wrong. The guy, the guy sucks. <laughs> In my book, he sucks. And to me, he was an awful person to me. But that was the version of himself that he showed to me. Um, But I can't in good conscience believe that as a whole, in every single aspect of who he is as a person, he is bad. So yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I It's very it's almost like existential or like kind of like a moral quandary. I don't want to say a moral quandary necessarily because like I'm just a random ass girl sitting in her room thinking about this shit. But like it's it's not this like huge, you know, philosophical idea. But I I did come to that conclusion. I just don't think I just think you can really really let someone down and obviously to them you're not being a good person but it's just like I don't know it's 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 a lot and especially when I try to think of it and put myself in the equation and my and and put myself in the person's shoes it's just like I don't know I can't really fathom thinking that I am a terrible person because of one or two experiences Um, now obviously if it's a pattern and if you're just being a shitty friend like that should be something to examine and chances are there's other areas that you're being shitty in your life but I don't know I think on the whole we all have hurt people before and we've all been hurt before by somebody and I don't think though that that means that we then we would all be bad people and I don't believe that I think we're all flawed but I don't believe that we are all bad I think people are generally good so yeah that's just like that just got kind of (laughs) deep but um yeah that's just what I've been thinking and what's been on my mind something that I feel like is gonna help me moving forward when if anybody hurts me in the future it kind of helps me put things into perspective and be like yeah they were shitty to me but you know it's not I don't know how even if it makes me feel better to believe that they're a bad person like it it's probably not it's probably not accurate speaking of which um I actually have an am I the asshole um post so we do this every episode I don't know if I want to do 
um, like multiple Am I the Assholes, just depends on the length of the podcast. Maybe we'll do extras, but hoping that we start getting some audience submissions over here. I'm super excited. The link is in um, my Instagram, which if you did your homework assignment, you will have already followed and have access to that submission link. So uh, feel free to ask me anything, whether it's for advice, whether it's for about myself, about my experiences, about other people, whatever, my opinions, or comment something, um, share anything, uh, and I will read it on the podcast. Am I the asshole for telling this girl that I don't have room for any more friends in my life? Okay. So I've been talking to this girl lately. She's really nice and fun, and she speaks almost seven languages. We aren't dating officially yet, but we can both definitely tell that we're into one another. After a bit of back and forth on Discord, we plan a date. Something to note, is that we both recently got out of a long relationship and we both know exactly what we're looking for. So we communicate everything. The date goes well and we hit it off. She's a bit shy, but I'm confident, so I'm just being my honest self. So we go on a few more dates until she finally opens up completely. Fast forward to a few days ago when she tells me she had some bad news. She doesn't think she can see us together in the long run. Her opinion is that I'm too silly. And that's fair. I'm very silly and playful when I'm relaxed, but she loves everything else about me. She just doesn't think she can live with my casual immaturity on a daily basis. She also asked me if we could still be friends if we weren't trying to see each other. I gave her the hard truth. Probably not. The thing is that I have a lot of friends. I have close blood brothers and even closer non-blood brothers. I have friends that I would and have traveled the country with and friends out of state waiting for conventions to see to see can all meet up. That's what? Okay. Anyway, continue. I'm not looking for anything else than the one person I can be vulnerable with and happy with for the rest of my life. Here's where I think I might be the asshole. She really enjoys my company and the fact that it's really easy for me to make her feel better after a stressful day. Neither of us are going to ask the other to change, but I told her that if we weren't looking to be together, my attention was probably going to default back to my close friends and looking for a girlfriend, and she wouldn't be getting the attention that she's come to love. It wasn't a threat, just a fact about how I work. Now she's upset with me and is saying now she feels pressured to make things work out. Emma the asshole, asshole for telling my potential girlfriend that if we weren't seeing each other, then we probably wouldn't stay friends. Okay. <laughs> this hits very close to home because this is very similar to the situation that I had with this guy, not to compare, but I did choose this because I thought it was pretty topical to the rest of the uh, podcast. And also I do think that it's kind of, it's a nuanced situation and it's something that I've thought about a lot um, for years, honestly. So this person says that he already has friends and he is not looking for another friend which is understandable because you can you can you only have so much emotional bandwidth to give and to share with people and it is this original poster's prerogative um completely um who he wants to spend his time with and how he wants to spend his time it is his life you know i do think that the statement of I already have enough friends in situations like this and in just in general, I think that statement lacks emotional uh, 
consideration and it shows a lack of emotional intelligence in my opinion now let me explain so this person if and we'll even take it away from this person think of a person in your life who you originally started off wanting to date you found them attractive you dated for a while and you realized either you or the other person realized hey I don't think that we are compatible in a romantic setting, but I do think we're really good friends. We'd be really good friends. I love spending time with you. Let's be friends. If your response to that is, I already have enough friends or I don't want to be friends with you. I'm looking for a relationship. That's your prerogative. But I also think that if that's the only reason why you're not being friends with that person, it just doesn't make sense to me because you acknowledge that you love spending time with this person. You have so many common interests. You feel like the friendship is life-giving. You feel like the friendship can be amazing and you'd be extremely compatible as friends but you the only you you would want to give that up and not have that in your life because you already have other friends that just I don't get that it's almost like you're putting a limit on your friendships or like putting a limit on your ability to love in a way platonically does that make sense like like I that's what I feel like I feel like it's you're putting a limit it's like you're putting a cap like okay once you're you're you're, like once you've got this many people then you're done and I feel like that is so I just can't I personally don't understand that as a person like if I had been dating someone and I really enjoyed who they were and like hanging out with them as a person like here's the thing I've met friends on dating apps like I mean we're not really friends now but like I have met people who I mean well one of them one of them and I need to actually text him um I met somebody on a dating app and we were super like we got along super well and everything but we were like very long distance like he lived across the country and I was like oh that sucks and so he was like you know I personally I don't really think that I don't want to start something long distance you're an amazing person I'm super attracted to you xyz but and I also felt the same about him but like it's just not gonna work because I need somebody in person and at the time I was like oh I can do long distance but now I think I don't know if I could do long distance unless there had been a relationship established already um personally um and that's called growth um but anyway (laughs) um that's on learning what you like um anyway but we were still in college at the time he had roommates he had friends he had close friends and still he was like I'd love to still be your pen pal I'd still I'd love to still continue having a friendship with you and it it was fine and we still both put energy into it and because we knew because I knew that I still value whatever love and whatever um, sort of um, safe 
relationship or friendship or companionship I value all of that if they're like you know values and stuff don't align with mine and like all you know we have different views of the world and like things like that like obviously there's that's one thing you know I'm not just gonna invite anybody into my life but if I have established a relationship with somebody and decide that they we both know that we both benefit from having a companionship like that then hell yeah like yeah the more the merrier you know and I think the the original poster said that he's not going to be able to provide the friend with the type of uh, treatment that she wants because he's going to be spending too much of his time on his existing friends and finding a girlfriend and I just don't I don't understand that also like does he not believe that friends can become romantic interests like personally I think the best way to um fall in love with someone is to be their friend first (laughs) and I know that that's like not always possible um I don't really have any guy friends and the guy friends that I do have are gay so that's (laughs) for me it's a little bit harder but I think that's some of them that's one of the like best ways to kind of like lightly and safely fall into that romantic love is to have that established friendship first and these people have only been dating for a few weeks to be fair she did say that he was silly and I don't know I feel like I don't know if I would take offense to that but I feel like I'd be like well damn what you what you what you really think but like when it comes to like I I feel like he's he believes that like he would never be friends with someone first the way that his logic is working he would never be friends with someone first before he he would never be able to do that because he's not looking for new friends he's not looking for any of that I feel like that's limiting in so many ways which ways that I've already talked about but also limiting in the way that like you could be fumbling the bag because with this girl like you even though she said that you know you're incompatible in this one way people change one I mean, maybe not on some things, but like you guys have only been knowing each other for a few weeks. She probably has only seen the version of you that is super silly and super like outgoing and like, yes, yourself. But it's like seeing people in different stages is really what grows your relationship and your friendship and get and informs you about who they are as a person over time. And so again, you could be fumbling your bag because by you not wanting to be friends with somebody, like you could be looking for love in all the wrong places, as they say. Like you could be on the dating app specifically trying to date with only the intention of finding a girlfriend and then your girlfriend is right in your backyard who's your next door neighbor who you refuse to make acquaintances with and talk at the mailboxes with and uh, make weird, you know, flirty eye contact with. Like <laughs> because you you're refusing you're limiting yourself so much that's just how I feel it's morally neutral like it's not he's not a bad person for you know not wanting to be friends um but it's like I I think the reasoning behind it though is what gets me because it's like I don't you can totally be like no I don't want to be friends with you because you just told me I was silly and like I just don't 
I don't think that we should be friends. I think it would hurt less in the long run for us to just cut things off and go our separate ways. I totally get that. I totally get that, right? I should have done that (laughs) in a lot of my, in, in, you know, the past uh, sort of debacle that I had. I should have just been like, no, I don't want to be friends Um, (laughs) because no. Um, But the reasoning behind it is just like, I just, the, 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 I, I already have friends. Like I already have enough friends. It's like, it just seems so like mechanical almost to me. And like, I don't know, it just doesn't, it's, it's like cold kind of as well. Like, I don't know. I don't think this person is the asshole. The girl is, nobody is the asshole in this situation because again, it's morally neutral. And I think if what makes a person an asshole is if they do something that's just like fucked up, you know what I mean? Um, and just like arguably like criminal. (laughs) Um, I think this is a super nuanced situation, but for the most part, I, I don't think that anybody's the asshole, but I just, I just don't personally like resonate with that, this way of thinking of like, I have enough friends. I just don't see myself ever being able to say that with a straight face. Cause like I have like a handful of friends, like I can count them on one hand of people that I consider my friends and like I keep in contact with and everything. But like if I have, I I have acquaintances too. And if one of them, you know, decides like were to be like, Hey, I really want to get closer to you and develop more of a friendship with you. Hell yeah. Of course. Come one, come all. (laughs) That's all I have for you guys today. Um, I, this is (laughs) currently, I'm looking at the timeline. It's, it's 51 minutes so far that I have been recording. So, um, love to be able to edit that 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 being said um I think it took me three hours to edit my first episode and when I was doing my YouTube channel it took like 10 hours plus to do a video um that was the same length so I think that's a plus that being said I am going to try and um do uh a visual version of this podcast and that will eventually be um posted on youtube so stay tuned for that um i'm super excited about that because i know a lot of people enjoy kind of having a person to be able to like look over or look at i guess while uh, they're listening so look out for that again follow me on all the socials link is going links are going to be in the um description and i will see you all next week bye-bye Thank you.